This is Mouth Media Network, your inside voice. Uh, hi, I'm John Mandel. I lead member marketing and global e-commerce for WW, uh, formerly Weight Watchers. And what I love about food and grocery business is how people uh, can come together around food and it becomes a sense of community. From New York City, you're listening to Grocery is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the food and grocery industries. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Mark Rico, uh, sitting in as a host, and also with me is our usual host, Rob Sanchez. Hey, Rob. Hey, how's it going? Uh, but with us also, uh, by the way, uh, Mouth Media Network that uh, produces groceries or business uh, is working with Commerce Next uh, to interview some of the speakers from their upcoming conference on July 31st and August 1st in New York City. And we happen on Mike with us today to have uh, Joe Yakwell, who is the CEO of Agency Within and one of the speakers at Commerce Next. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, so, and of course, our guest is none other than John Mandel. He is the SVP of Global E-Commerce at WW, formerly Weight Watchers. I'm looking forward to the day when you don't have to say formerly Weight Watchers and everybody knows WW. Absolutely. How long is that? Is that like a year or like two or three? Like how, well, how does that work? We're not sure. Right now we're more like the uh, the artist formerly known as Prince. Okay, so got we'll it. See how that goes. <laughs> oh, I like. Do you have your own little symbol that you're We have our symbol, our <laughs> WW coin. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's and nice. And then do you have to go into the WWF and WW? WWE conversation as well. Yeah, we, we we see a lot of that come up in our in search. Are we World War One? Are we Wonder Woman? Uh, WWE. Yeah, perfect. So uh, this show is called Grocery is Your Business, and it's the intersection of innovation with business strategy in the grocery and food business. I'd like to lead off the conversation just by asking you, John, how you see WW formerly known as Prince, <laughs> no, formerly known as Weight Watchers, uh, how you see WW fitting into that description? Sure. So I, I think we fit in in a few different ways. Um, obviously, as being a weight loss and wellness company, food plays an absolute pivotal role um, with nutrition being a really important part of that. So helping our members make healthy choices at the grocery store, at restaurants is certainly key. So um understanding uh, what foods come together to to make good foods that are, are satisfying. Um, we have uh, our smart points plan uh, right now currently called freestyle, but that allows you to have uh, more than 200 foods that are zero points. You can basically eat as many as you want. Um, and many of those are, are fruits and vegetables and, and lean proteins that you would find at a grocery store. So that plays a key role. But we also have our own uh, food products that we uh, make and sell. Um, a lot of them are in the snack uh, area to help people um, find uh, yummy and and uh, low-value smart point foods uh, to consume. So uh, we are both selling food and also helping people to uh, find things that they like. So I think you know one of the things that, that's interesting about the rebrand is that People know the Weight Watchers brand awareness levels are probably you know pretty high, especially compared to any you know kind of new up and coming brand. But at the same time, that awareness I think comes along with 
something that people remember from a long time ago and just because it's been around for a while and, and potentially don't associate with, let's say, like the millennial kind mm-hmm. of group, um, which I'm assuming is a big part of that rebrand. How are you leveraging the rebrand to help make this something that is a little bit more relatable um, to people of all ages who might not otherwise be thinking about Weight Watchers as something that's like new and hot and cool as, as much as something that's, let's say, like a Warby Parker or a Casper as an example? Absolutely. So um, you're right. We've been around for a while. Uh, Gene Neidich founded the company 56 years ago. We just celebrated our 56-year anniversary. So one of the things that's great about our history is the community that we've had over the years, everything that we've learned. But what's tried and true since the beginning is that this is a program that is is backed by science. And what does that mean? Now, we are we do look for modern ways to bring that up, make sure that we're more relevant to everyone. The rebrand was part of that, showing that we can continue to be the leader in weight loss, but also become a real leader in wellness. Um, and, you know, people's perception uh, changes as well. So um, one of our ambassadors and, and our board member, Oprah Winfrey, says, you know, healthy is the new skinny. Um, and, and we wholeheartedly believe that. So expanding the brand, uh, partnering with startups like Headspace to bring uh, mindfulness in, uh, companies like Aptiv to make allow activity to play a bigger role, to just different ambassadors like uh, Kevin Smith and DJ Khaled who uh, have seen great success on the program and and are now ambassadors for us is a way to uh, show everyone that there is a place for you if you are looking to lose weight and get healthy. DJ Khaled is is meant for my mom's generation. No. (laughs) So so, both. (laughs) um, So uh, so I think, you know, I'm sure how long you've been at at, at WW now? Uh, Just over a year. Cool. Um, and I'm sure at different points in your life, you probably tried to be healthier, eat healthier, uh, live a healthier lifestyle. Um, but I know when we were talking a little bit earlier, you mentioned that you were on the program at one point, mm-hmm. uh, over the last year. Um, you know, what about being on the WW program is unique and different in a way that is helpful for you to be kind of more sustainable with your, with your healthy eating or healthy living, um, than things that maybe you've tried in the past. Yeah. So I've actually been on, on WW, uh, three times now, uh, one officially two as a, a bystander. So, uh, my wife joined WW, which was then Weight Watchers after, um, we had both of our kids, um, and that helped her lose all the baby weight within uh, a few months. So, uh, when that's going on in your house and you're trying to be supportive, you wind up being part of it kind of at the same way. So Learning totally about it, asking about changed, it. Yeah. Changed the way I started understanding what how many points foods were and totally changed my diet to make sure that while she's trying to eat healthy, I'm not picking out on all the great foods you can get delivered here in New York City. Um, but when I joined the company, I actually joined as, as an actual member to really immersify myself in the experience. And I think, you know, the very first day I learned so much. So my traditional morning routine was I got off the train, I grabbed the co- coffee and a bagel from the vendor on the corner. <laughs> yep. Perfect And like start. that was how I just started my day. It was $3 yeah. and like I didn't even have to speak my order anymore. You, the guy sees you and he hands you your stuff and, and uh, you go from there. And one day you were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you track how much that bagel and cream cheese is of being nine out of my 23 allotted points of the day, you immediately realize that things you thought – were healthy or maybe things you thought weren't so bad for you, right? A bagel's not fried. Or just things you didn't think about. Yeah. 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 Um, are, are really just not, not so great. So, um, on WW, we want everyone to eat whatever they can have. So you can obviously have that bagel if that's how you, 
you and choose to, to do. Um, if you want to blow nine points, <laughs> just go Exactly yeah. right. Um, so it just started changing the way I was eating. Um, I was still eating all the same foods I normally ate, but I was just started to eat them differently. Got it. And that took about 24 hours of being on the program to really notice that. I'm curious how being on the program uh, and doing yourself, as some, I imagine, a number of other people in the company have done for that same reason. Um, how has that impacted how you think about your job? As you think about the way e-commerce is done on the company, how, how do you – because it's got to affect messaging. It's got to affect priorities. It's got to affect – connecting the you know, thought process of even how you connect to people and and where you go because you yourself have been in that psyche. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's a lot of things about uh, being on the program or associating with it that, um, you know, we really strive to make sure that we're providing a top-notch member experience where – you know, many people have described WW as, as a lifestyle. It's just a way that you're going to change. You're going to make a decision. You hit a point in your life where you want to make a decision to just be healthier. And everyone comes with a different why. Um, there's anything from uh, my kids to I just received a health diagnosis that I, I don't want, that I'm training uh, for a marathon to I'm getting married or um, I losing baby weight in the, in the case of my wife. So everyone comes to it with a different why. Um, but at the end of the day, it's really a sense of community. And I don't know that you fully understand what that community is like and how powerful it is and how unique it is to WW until you're on the program. Um, and for me, that's just been amazing to hear other people's stories, to see how they make the program themselves. And then for you to go back and, and share your own kind of perspective on doing things. Um, but but it's, it's pretty amazing uh, what, what's been built. How has that shifted as you've gone from Weight Watchers to the wellness focus and, and overall? Has the community changed at all um, or the support that's coming through it? Yeah, I don't think it's changed as much. I think in some cases it's almost us catching up with the community. I think that um, while weight loss has always been important, people are talking about what a pivotal role being in the right mindset plays in that, especially if you're going to be successful. And while you don't have to be active – um, you know, activity helps. You know, we were talking to a member the other day who was basically sharing a story like, when I joined WW, I didn't join because I wanted to be a runner. But now that I'm on WW and I lost all this weight and I feel great, I love running. Um, so it, it's things like that where you kind of see people go through this journey and how it totally transforms them um, in ways that were unexpected or that at least they weren't expecting when they went into it. And there's all these positive unintended consequences. And, you know, when you're marketing this, so like, you know, kind of taking this to the consumer, how do you think about how you message the program versus the products or both in a way that comes off authentic? Because I think when I hear you talk about the program, it sounds so real and so authentic. I think when when you pitch product to people, a lot of times, no matter what you're pitching and no matter how you're pitching it, they hear sell, right? You're selling me something. Um, and how do you kind of find the balance between like, I want to help you and I want to give you a snack that will enable you to take on this program in a way that is going to be sustainable and net positive um, versus coming off as like just being really salesy. Because I think, you know, especially in this category, there's a lot of 
gimmicks and, you know, lose 20 pounds in two weeks before and after photos of people that don't even look like they're the same human being, things like that. Like, how do you think about the way that you bring that value prop to the consumer? Yeah. So with our, our consumer products, it's, it's very different because that's not our business. Our business is our membership business. Um, and, and we've got millions of members throughout, throughout the world, um, who are active in doing this. We want to bring things in that are complementary to it. So whether it's our consumer products in our food, in our new healthy kitchen line, um, to just bringing in partners, like I mentioned with Headspace and Aptive, they're all here to support our members on the journey. And we do our best to position those products in the way they are intended, which is really just to be helpful. Um, you absolutely do not have to buy the products that we, we are not a food company. Uh, we are a weight loss and wellness company, um, who happens to sell food because we know, um, that time, money, uh, overall convenience, it's, it is something that, that is very real to many of our members. So if we're able to provide these things that are helpful, then we're absolutely want to, want to go ahead and do that. And then how do you go about kind of acquiring new members since that is the focus and that's kind of the core platform you what channels are you using to reach people in a way that can leverage your brand awareness that you do have um in a way that also gets them to actually execute and transact could i pick it back on that question too and there may be a difference between new users and sustaining existing users as they go through other chapters in their life once they particularly if they've achieved their weight loss goal maintaining them as a part of your community. So there may be two different types of communication. And you're referring to our, our products that we sell, right? No, no, just overall kind of so, program. Okay, so overall, I mean, our members are coming from all sorts of, of channels. So we, we obviously do TV and radio and we've got direct mail and, you know, social and display, email, uh, kind of you name it. Um, our goal is obviously to, to kind of meet people where they are. Uh, both for members and, and prospective members. Uh, obviously, LAPS members are a big piece of, of our marketing kind of funnel. Um, and the reason is, is because at the end of the day, WW works. Uh, there are many people who you'll talk to, especially around the holiday time or after a big vacation, and you're like, oh, I have to get back on WW. <laughs> um, because it's just something that that people understand is here and it, it just – it really, really works. Um for our consumer products and, and more of our uh, the things that we're selling on our e-commerce site, uh, most of that obviously comes from our members or it comes from our LAPS members who have been exposed to it and come back. As we look to broaden our brand and broaden our reach, we've launched uh, a store on Amazon um, that really showcases what the products are separate from from the membership business to make sure that people who are interested in healthier forms of snacking um, have that as an option. So, uh, you can go to amazon.com slash WW and, and see some of those products. And how, as speaking of the products, how have the products changed over time as people are more focused on, you know, whether it's things that are, you know, sustainable for the environment, like plastics, which is a really big trend right now versus things like GMO, um, which has been a trend now for, for a little while, you know, how does that influence the way that you go to market with your products? Sure. So as part of our rebrand, when we went from Weight Watchers to WW, um, we kind of looked at everything and said, well, if we're going to go out there and be a weight loss and wellness company, we better live up to it. And one of those things meant taking a hard look at all the products that we were selling. And we actually went back and, and reformulated uh, everything that needed it to make sure we had no artificial 
uh, preservatives, sweeteners, colors, et cetera. Um, because we understand that there's a difference between food that just helps you, uh, lose weight or sustain versus things that, that, uh, you know, actually help us live up to, to our mission. Uh, so we've made, we've made that change, uh, over the last few months. Awesome. Coming up, John will share how the considerable community that's been built up with this brand, uh, provides immense feedback that paves the way forward. in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network and find prior episodes wherever the best podcasts are found. So, John, you, you have the largest you know, weight loss membership program in the world. Obviously, this is a community that has a voice, not just, you know, in general, but through social media, through email, on the phone, word of mouth. You know, how is that creating a feedback loop for you guys that you can use to then tailor the membership, the program, the products, or really anything like that so that you can get more leverage out of it? Yeah, so we have two incredibly unique and powerful tools at our disposal. First is our studios uh, that are all across the globe where people are coming for their weekly um, workshops. I think we're holding um, – and we could double check this number, but I think it's around 30,000 workshops globally every single week um, where people are coming together um, around a weekly topic uh, to talk about their journey. So that's – and led by our WW coaches and our guides. So that's incredibly powerful. And then for everyone, but especially for our members who um, are digital only and, and don't have uh, – aren't going to those studios, we have something called Connect. Uh, so inside our app, it's a, it's a closed social network just for members of WW. So think um, Instagram with no cyber bullies and nothing but positive reinforcement <laughs> where you could wake up on a Monday morning and just say, oh, I had a really rough weekend. And within an hour, 1,500 people are telling you how great you are and how how they have faith in you and are here to support you. Um, it's just absolutely incredible seeing that community and then what you can learn and see how people are taking ownership over their lives, over how they make this program uh, work for them, and then how we can help uh, kind of share that feedback. That's awesome. And has there been a situation where that you can help shed some light on where feedback about the program has led to change in, in the way that you guys do business or the way that you guys you know, offer you know, services or products? Well, I I think that it's just a general sentiment, right? So we we talked a little bit before about bringing uh, having activity and and mindset play a bigger role, and this is a lot of stuff we were just seeing, um, and people talking about how important it was, and maybe they had been on the program once before, maybe even twice before, but it wasn't until they really wrapped their head around what it meant to make the changes that were needed to um, become healthy, but more importantly, sustain that. Um, that they really started seeing that that difference in their lives. So the more we can understand that, that just helps us be a lot smarter. And then you take that to even more simple things of just understanding how people are taking some of our consumer products um, and doing different food hacks um, to to make some of the stuff they're eating uh, more fun and, and engaging. Um, people love sharing recipes. They love sharing inspiration stories. And it's really that sense of community that, that we try and embrace. Cool. Um, so 
when you think about where the business is going and where the industry is going, is there anything that you can point us to around what you would imagine the evolution to be over the next 12 to 24 months for the program uh, or for the products that you you think will really tap into where consumers' minds are going? Yeah. So, I, I mean, obviously, personalization is going to be really important to start playing a key role uh, for our members. And that's something that we're really looking forward to to bringing in more. What does that look like? Well, I think it's a little bit different for everyone, but understanding everything from people's why to how they're using the plan to making sure that they realize that we are there to support them. So uh, whether that's doing things within our rewards program called Wellness Wins, uh, whether that's in helping to serve up more relevant content, right? At the end of the day, people are looking to um, – really take more control over their lives, over their food, over their diets, and how can we help them do that? Right now, we give you the tools to do it, um, but we can do that in a bit way that's a bit more personal, a bit more relevant to you, and, and we're looking at, at doing that. So as you're bringing in Headspace and Aptive and things like that, are you also looking at um, maybe like meal kits and other uh, uh, partnerships that go into the physical realm, into the actual delivery of food? Yeah, so we have a couple of those right now that we're 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 testing into. We have our WW Fresh line, which is available in some high V stores, um, and others, which are meal kits that you can buy in the grocery store. They're only sold uh, in grocery stores. Um, and then we've got partnerships with folks like Blue Apron, who have come out with a a WW Freestyle line um, that is for people who want to eat healthier. So. Our general thing is we don't have to own everything. We want to uh, help be facilitators. We want to help people, we, you know, kind of democratize wellness a little bit. So whether there's great partnerships, if we think there's not a great partner, maybe we'll get into the business ourselves. Um, but at the end of the day, we're just trying to help people live, you know, ha happier, healthier lives um, through creating these healthy habits. And I think one of the things that's unique about WW in terms of like, you know, the, the healthy habits is that it's just scientifically proven. And that you have, number one, not only because you've been around for a while, but also because it's your focus of being very scientifically driven that you have a lot of these kind of peer review um, you know, studies that have been done. How do you leverage that in a way that consumers understand and also differentiate with? Because I think where a lot of direct consumer companies are going and startups are going is they'll claim science backed, but it's a one-off study that they sponsored and all of a sudden it's scientific um, where, you know, I, I think you guys are doing, have done over 90 of them, uh, many of which are, most of which are not sponsored by you. How do you cut through the noise with that information so that it's not just like science is science? Yeah, um, I, I think it's a tough balance, right? So um, everything we do is, is certainly rooted in science. Uh, we have a chief science officer, um, Gary Foster, who helps guide all of these uh, decisions that are being made. To your point, we have been here for a long time. Um, but it's well documented. It's well researched. You know, there are a lot of claims that we're able to make that we put in our advertising that we can absolutely stand by. Uh, we have a medical advisory board that, you know, anyone can take a look at. But the idea is that there's a lot of confusing information out there. Um, and how do you kind of cut through that noise without people just glazing over? And for us, what it really comes down to is, listen, this just works. It's been 56 years and this just works. Um, and, and that's what seems to really resonate with people at the end of the day. Um, and, and it's not another fad. Um, and, and that's really where we see some of the other things going. And people like to claim that it, to your point that it, things are, oh, through science, through this. 
Um, but I, I think when you start peeling back the onion and, and see, um, you know, we're, we're very comfortable as to where we stand in that. Do you find it necessary or even interesting to discuss the science or do you just let that stand in the background if someone dives deeper? Um, both. I, I think it's there for people who are interested and want to do it. And certainly uh, we stand by all that. But to other people, I think it's just important to know that we have this program that is backed by science. It works. We've been around a really long time. We've just won nine years in a row, US News and World Report's number one diet. Um, so, you know, some people, there's a lot of confusing headlines out there. There's something we talk a lot about um, in, in some of our presentations we give with partners, which basically can show three versions of uh, a meal that's 300 calories, everything from fruit and yogurt to pancakes and syrup. And you can organize those in any way that it's both 300 calories. But when you look at them side by side, you realize, well, all calories aren't considered equal. So is that really the thing I should be doing, right? Or one, you'll read an article about how like, all you need to eat is kale. And then someone else is telling you all the reasons you shouldn't be eating kale. There's a lot of mixed stuff out there. And I think what's what we just try to do is really stay focused on um, really the behavioral science of that and how to create healthy habits in people um, more so than, than anything else. And, and that's uh, where our science kind of leads us to. Well, these seven weird tips will really help you get that science. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. But, so so on the, around the why, you know, being a, a, something that you can personalize around, I'm sure you've also found that there's a lot of demographic information, even if you don't know the why out of the gate, um, that allows you to personalize and speak to somebody very differently. Uh, have you found that there have been insights around even just basics like age and gender that have allowed you to speak to people in a way that will resonate much better than a broad message? And obviously on channels like TV, it's a little bit harder. You don't know. I mean, you you can infer based on the channel you're on, you know, what rough percentages, but in channels like search or social where you can literally give a different message to people based on these types of, of information or, or more, you know, how do you take advantage of that? And what are some of the things that you found that you're, you're really doubling down on for that? Yeah. So we're really, um, obviously we're optimizing the best we can at, at every single channel and, and some of the newer platforms make that a little bit easier, but at the end of the day, we're still delivering, um, you know, sustainable and livable weight loss and wellness with a sense of community. Um, you know, we've got, we just won a Webby award for, for our app. Um, so certainly a technology led company. And I think there are just different messages that you would put in front of different folks that resonate more, right? So folks that are more tech savvy want to hear about what's going on in the app. Um, and you've got other people who are interested in our rewards program because they like a little bit of the gamification and they like – I mean, listen, everyone likes winning free stuff. <laughs> um, and then you've got people who you know, like to eat out a lot and maybe that's why they find WW appealing because there's nothing that's off limits uh, when you want to eat out or there are people – who really just love to cook and they want to make better decisions and they love having access to our recipes. So for us, it's more about finding what are the things that are part of the program that are more exciting uh, to them uh, rather than than any of the other stuff. Because at the end of the day, WW is for everybody. Um, and we, we, we really mean that. Uh, John, uh, have you looked at or undertaken partnerships with grocery chains or – uh, other types of businesses where groceries are sold um, to help make the journey for uh, your consumers easier 
or more price advantageous uh, so that they can be more successful? So I think what we do now to best kind of help democratize a lot of this is actually in our app, we have our barcode scanner, which I I think it's it's well over 90% of of all uh, foods are are kind of in there. So when you're going around the grocery store and you want to help make healthy choices, you can just scan the barcode of any of the foods and understand what's in it, how many smart points and how that could fit into your lifestyle. So as we do have partnerships with some grocers, um, the biggest thing is making sure that we're building out tools and partnerships that are accessible to everyone. And, and for right now, the best way we integrate into that grocery store experience is through the barcode scanner. Got it. Thank you. And when you think about engagement, because I'm sure that one of the things that creates stickiness with your members is engagement with things like the app and people who are less engaged, whether it's by physical means or digital means are most likely to fall off. What are some of the tactics you've used that keep people engaged, Um, whether it's push notifications or you mentioned a little bit about gamification, um, but given that, you know, that engagement is, is so core to the program, how do you keep people coming back to WW to make sure that they're on track? Yeah. So there's a lot of ways that we really engage with our members. I mean, first and foremost, people see the success and that is incredibly motivating uh, as they change their lives. Community plays another huge role, whether that's community in our studios and in our workshops to on connect to uh, this past October, we launched wellness wins, uh, which is a kind of first of its kind of rewards program. So unlike most rewards programs that reward you for your length of membership or how much money you spend, <laughs> this is purely designed to uh, reward you for taking steps to build healthy habits. So if you track your food, uh, you track your weight, you attend the meetings, or you track your activity, we give you wins. Um, the more wins you get, you can redeem them for uh, products, experiences, uh, things like that. Um, and really it just it it's incentivizing and rewarding people for really making positive behavior change in your life and has nothing to do with how much success you're seeing on or off the scale. Um, and we think that's really uh, powerful. Great. All right. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit less about WW and a little bit more about John uh, as we get a look at the human side of John right after this, and and you have a chance to accumulate some wins on your end. Here. Entrepreneurista, a woman who organizes and operates a business, taking on greater than normal financial risks in order to do so. One who has a drive, passion, and vision with an undying determination to succeed. She is fiercely motivated, ambitious, and competitive, forging her own path to independence and success. That's an entrepreneurista. Through the conversations on the Entrepreneurista podcast, we want to celebrate failures reflect on successes, and get unfiltered about what it takes to be your own boss. This is the Entreprenista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have, with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done, and what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram, with no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Check out all our latest episodes at entreprenistapodcast.com. All 
right, John, this is where we take a look at the human side of you real uh, briefly. There may not be one. You should ask Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'd like to get to know you uh, as a person uh, beyond the story that you've told us about your own WW journey. Uh, and uh, for every question that you answer robustly, you get a win. Who's the judge? Am I the judge? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the audience is the judge. No, <laughs> we'll 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 just know. Uh, so uh, we just like to get to know you a little bit. Uh, so uh, Rob will lead off. Yeah, um, I love to know where people came from that kind of led them on the path to where you're at. So I'd love to hear from you. Uh, what maybe from an early school experience or uh, growing up has laid the foundation for you as you're thinking about growth and change and expansion? Good one, Rob. That is a good one. <laughs> so for me, one of the things that, that really motivates me in, in all that I do is is really centered around a customer experience. Um, finding ways to do things better to kind of be a problem solver is something that in every job I've ever had really motivates me. I think the time that we're living in now, that manifests itself in kind of the customer experience. One of the things I like to say is, you know, our competition, whether this is at WW or anywhere else I've worked, our competition is not um, other people in our industry. Our competition is whatever our member, our customer's last best experience was. Uh, and I think technology plays a big role in that. But I'll give you an example. If uh, I was out one night and I needed a ride home, I took out my phone, I pushed a button, a car came, picked me up, right? I'm talking about Uber or Lyft. Uh, I got home, I got out of the car, I didn't reach into my credit card. That positive experience is now one that everyone has come to expect. And when you can't live up to that, you've somewhat failed. And it doesn't matter even if you're the best in your industry, if your industry is lagging. So I think it's... It's all the ways that uh, at different points in my career, I'd had to uh, be a problem solver that's really allowed me to focus on customer experience and what a pivotal role that plays. Uh, if someone were to, okay, to some degree, you're discoverable on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone were to Google you and really try to find everything they could about you, what's one thing they wouldn't find about you that is probably revealing about who you are? Um, so I'm, I'm pretty public in, in my roles and responsibilities and different things I've, I've done, uh, in the professional setting, but pretty closed off, uh, from a personal thing. There are very few pictures of my, my kids and things like that. So I really utilize, uh, like photo sharing within, for instance, iCloud to share with friends and family. Um, I don't post on Instagram. I don't mm-hmm. post on Facebook. I'm very active in the channels cause I understand how powerful they are. Uh, but you'll find, uh, very few things about me, uh, kind of personally in the, the family aspect online. I like to keep those things mm-hmm. private. So what would we learn in being able to look at those pictures about you? You know, are you a sailor? Do you play soccer? Are you a painter? Are you a musician? Like, what would we learn about you if you told us? If we saw the was, iCloud. If you yeah, saw my iCloud. Saw the iCloud <laughs> what could we um, other than your love for your family? Yeah, I'd probably say that... Uh, People would see that uh, I'm probably a lot more more fun than I probably come across uh, when I'm there with uh, with my kids, uh, having a good time. Uh, always like to be outside as opposed to behind a desk. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you. That and the pirate costumes. Lots yes, of lots yeah. of pirate costumes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you implement? 
pirate day at <laughs> WW and just <laughs> let the like two worlds know. cross. <laughs> if there is one food you wish was under five points on the <laughs> WW program, but it's clearly and obviously not, what would it be? A New York slice of pizza. All right. Yeah. How do you take your pizza? If you, given the given freedom to do so, clearly yeah. a knife and fork, right? Yeah, I just like a, a pepperoni yeah. slice yeah. with like good pepperoni, good processed pepperoni. Um, yeah, although I do love um, <laughs> Roberta's has the, has been the around at least fifteen. Years. <laughs> Roberta's has the bee sting, which is the sopracetta, a little bit of chili oil, and the fresh honey on top, which Ooh, is amazing. Honey on pizza? Sounds, yeah, I've never heard of. See, Mark, before. we could have had that for lunch. Well, I'm definitely having it for dinner. <laughs> the sure. sweet uh, cuts the spice, and it's it's actually really amazing. Wow! How you know, many? No, now that I asked in the way that would be under five points, roughly speaking, if you were to guess, how many points would that take up? Single slice. It's Nine, a small pie. The one I've had. Okay. Um, would it be like the whole day? It wouldn't be like, the whole day, um, but it'd be a three, good portion. Of got it. it. Yeah. You'd have to starve most it'd of be, the day. Well, no, you know, see, that's the the good thing about WW with two hundred zero point foods. I can pretty much make it till dinner and still have all my points left because of all the fruits and vegetables. Yeah, well, I could have eggs for breakfast. I could have a salad with grilled chicken for lunch. Um, zero points. All zero points, and then really? go big for dinner, big dinner yeah. with the super yeah, that's, uh, it, that's wow. it provides really a ton of flexibility. Um, when I, I'm not currently on the program, but last time I was on it, um, I would usually make it to dinner with only using about four or five points. I'll be honest with you, we're all suckers that we're not on the program. We got to get on it. It should be a this should be a consumer podcast, not a B two B podcast. I, I really want. I, want, I, want <laughs> I feel like we sold a, a lot of a lot of WW today. That sounds pretty yeah. good. All right, uh, I'd like to invite you to share a final thought that you could leave behind uh, giving some reflection on this discussion or on e-commerce or even on WW, if you prefer that would, you could share with our listeners. Yeah. I think the, the biggest take behind is, you know, I think in, in grocery and food and weight loss and wellness, I think we just play such a pivotal role in, in society that I'm excited to see the impact that WW plays on its uh, members all the time in the stories that I hear about it. But so much of that is are, is around food and, and obviously the grocery business that I think more ways that we can all be leaders in helping to create a better future and ha- healthier people um, is is just a good one. And, and I think we all play a really important role that, that we shouldn't take for granted. Um, we're all here, obviously, to, to make money and be successful. Um, but when you see how many people are uh, not empowered enough to to eat right and take care of themselves, you realize what what an enormous responsibility we have to to help there. Uh, and so, John, uh, finally, what uh, would be the best method for people to reach out to you or to WW or anything else that you'd like to direct people? Yeah, certainly, uh, easy enough to to find me on on LinkedIn. But if you really want to see what it's like to be part of WW, obviously in, invite people to come to our website or follow us on social media, especially Instagram. Um, I think the team does a really great job at, at showcasing um, what it means to, to be part of the WW community, whether that means you're a member or not. Uh, there's room in our, our community for everyone. Wonderful. Thank you. And by the way, you get a double win if Oprah um, shares this episode through her channel. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, all kidding aside, 
Uh, I'm only half kidding, but all kidding aside. <laughs> all kidding aside I'll uh, talk to her for you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, John uh, Mandel, the SVP of Global E-Commerce at WW, formerly Weight Watchers. Um, big thank you to you for joining us. It was really insightful and a uh, great conversation. Thank, thank you. you. Great to be here. All right. Uh, that's it for our episode, uh, everybody. And I, I would like to mention that it was really great to have uh, a commerce next speaker, Joe Yakwell, the CEO of Agency Within, with us uh, on today's show. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks for having me. It was great to have you. Uh, to hear more from speakers like Joe, by the way, you can check them out at Commerce Next on July 31st and August 1st in New York. So for Joe and for Rob Sanchez, Good night, y'all. I'm Mark Rako. Appreciate you listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This has been Grocery is Your Business, produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2019. Thank you for listening. This is Mouth Media Network, your inside voice.